Welcome to the Low Key Hippie Podcast. This podcast episode is being uploaded on my birthday. 21 years of being here on planet Earth, 21 years of being a human, 21 years of living out this insane, trippy, just weird, who even knows what's happening, human experience. Welcome, you guys, to the last episode of this season of the Low-Key Hippie Podcast. We'll be back in May with a ton more episodes and lots of greatness to come, but what a beautiful way to end the season of the Loki Hippie Podcast. Um, yeah, 21 years. Insane. <laughs> this human experience is weird. So weird, man. Like, I don't understand how people can go through life, can go through the motions of life without really just taking a step back and questioning, like, why am I here? What, what is this what what is this meat suit i'm in what is this consciousness that i have what are these thoughts that i have what are these trees and what are these mountains and like what 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 is this what is this and so i decided to write down um 21 lessons that i have really learned and embodied in the past 21 years of my life. Many of these lessons have been brought to me through the past like five years. This is when the most growth has occurred. And I'd say the most significant growth has occur- has of- has occurred in the past like one year. Ever since the beginning of 2020, it's been nonstop growing from there. So <sighs> welcome you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast episode and let's get right to it i have i have everything written down right here so the first lesson or the first thought i have about this human experience is that this human experience is tough it's difficult like we go through so many things and so much hardship in our life And sometimes I don't think that we give ourselves enough credit for getting through those things. Like there's a lot of of hardships that we have to go through here on planet Earth. But then at the same time, these hardships are what makes us us. Like this is how we grow. This is how we evolve. And I really do see Earth as like it's a school for our souls. Like we come here, we choose to come here to learn and to evolve and to connect with other souls and to just experience this consciousness of being alive and that leads me to number two which is this human experience is beautiful there's beauty in the hardship it gives me chills just talking about this because like looking back on my life I would not be the person I am today without the challenges that I've gone through. And I am so beyond grateful for those things. So in the moment, I wasn't so grateful for it, right? Um, But looking back, like that all happened for my evolution, for my soul's growth and expansion. And I think that is so beautiful. 
And when we really just take a step back and look, even just with our eyes, not even worrying about the other senses that we have, but when we look back with our eyes and just see all the beauty that surrounds us, the mountains, the trees, the sky, the clouds, the sun, the dirt, the other humans here with us, it's so beautiful. Number three, life has no meaning other than the meaning we give it. And this is something I've really started to embody and experience in the past year or so, and more recently, even just like the past month, that who knows why we're here? There's all kinds of different religious teachings and philosophies as to why we're here living out this crazy, weird human experience. But what I have started to realize is that there is no meaning to life. And it might be a scary thought at first, but I think it's it's beautiful to realize that there is no real meaning to here, to being here other than existing, other than experiencing. And we as humans get to put our own meaning on life. And that's why I think spirituality is so beautiful because it helps us dive deeper into why we believe we're here. It allows us to dive deeper into what our purpose is here on planet Earth. And some people say your purpose is to live out your dream. Others say your purpose is to simply exist and connect with other human beings. And I'm not going to be the one to tell you what the meaning is because it's up to you to decide for yourself. It's up to me to decide for myself. There really is no meaning to this. And that's what makes it so beautiful because we get to create that meaning for ourselves. <sighs> Number four, the obstacles in life are here to help us. This kind of goes back to the first thing that I said is that this human experience is tough, but I wouldn't change anything about my past. I wouldn't change anything about the things that I've gone through because those things are what has helped me become who I am today. I love the saying, and I don't know who said it, I wish I could give them credit, but we can't experience the, the highest of the mountain peaks, the beauty of being on the top of the mountain without first experiencing the lowest of the valleys. The challenges that we go through, the hardships that we go through are what gives us a new perspective on things. If we always had the most amazing, magical experiences, if, if we were always happy 24-7, soon that happiness would be dull and it wouldn't mean anything because there would be no contrast. And the contrast is what makes us grow and it, it's what gives us perspective and it really is what allows us to see the beauty in this lifetime number five everything is happening for divine reason and this goes back to what i said about how life has no meaning other than the meaning we give it this is one of the meanings that i give to life is that there is divinity in everything 
spirit or source or universal energy or God, however you describe the the creator, <laughs> which we are all a part of, however you describe it, it's within everything. It's within me. It's within this microphone. It's within this podcast episode. It's within you. It's within this tea that I'm sipping on right now. And there is not one thing that will happen to you that does not happen for a reason. Sometimes we never know what the reason is. But I do really feel that having this belief system is what has helped get me through some of the hardest time periods of my life. Back when I was extremely depressed, didn't want to get up in the morning, felt like just giving up on life, felt like dying. That was a very difficult time in my life. But looking back, I understand why that had to happen. That had to happen for me to see who I am. When you're in a place so low, there's only so much lower that you can go. And it's, it's only going to go uphill from there. And that experience that I went through really showed me who I am and really showed me what's important in life. And I believe that that happened for a reason. All the other adversity or the challenges that I faced in my past, I do feel that those have happened for a reason. Whether it's to shake things up and to make me question if this is really meaningful to me, um, whether it's just to simply create that contrast so I'm able to see the beauty in the good experiences. But this mindset has really helped me get through a lot. Number six, no one cares <laughs> what you do. No one cares what you wear. No one cares who you are. <sighs> I used to live with so much social anxiety. I think part of this stems from my childhood and wanting to be that perfect kid that everyone just loved and obviously I wasn't that because that's that's not something that is possible but really understanding that no one is thinking about you if you say something awkward if <laughs> the other day um, we were at the Dutch Bros drive through and the worker there said hey you too and <laughs> my girlfriend Nikki goes good how are you <laughs> we were talking about that afterwards and we were like that's just so funny but then I was like she doesn't even remember that the Dutch Bros worker doesn't remember that because she sees so many people every day and it's it's selfish to think that people are always caring about us and always worried about the mistakes that we make and things like that so no one no one cares and if someone does do something that hurts you or if they do something that harms you in any way, this doesn't make it right. 
but just understand that they're doing that because that's all they know that's all the resources that they have and a lot of times they're projecting their own subconscious insecurities onto you they're unconscious of this and this kind of goes to one of the four agreements which is do not take anything personally but truthfully like you're worried about what other people think of you way more than they're actually thinking of you number seven love always wins we look out into the world especially now with the news media and just with social media and we see so much hatred and violence and just divisiveness if we want to combat that we can't combat it with the same hate we have to meet that with love because love always wins and this is something that I've had to work through myself with forgiveness of myself and forgiveness of other people. But if we truly do want to make this world a better place, we have to be full of love. That's the only way. And this kind of goes into number eight, which is arguing is not worth it. Our egos love to be right. Our egos love to get the last word in. Sometimes we have to separate ourselves from that ego and understand that reality is subjective. Your idea of what's right is going to be completely different from someone else's idea of what's right, and it's not up to you to force that onto them. Sure, share your opinions. Share your beliefs. But at the end of the day, some people are so stuck in their own ways that you're only putting out more, more, more hate, honestly, by continuing to argue with people. And that's why we have to meet everyone with love. Number nine, suffering exists. And the way through the suffering, the way out of suffering is through unconditional acceptance. Suffering exists, but what makes suffering worse is when we fail to acknowledge it, when we fail to accept that it's happening. And this lesson came to me through Buddha's teachings, obviously. He talks a lot about how there is suffering in this human experience, and one of the ways out of suffering, well, I guess the way out of suffering is the Eightfold Path, but one of those things is to accept that the suffering exists. If we're always wishing for things to be different than the way they are, that's what causes suffering. When we accept the, the contrast, again, the challenges that we face in our life, if we're able to accept that, it makes the suffering, whoop, so much easier to get through. Number 10. This might be one of the most important lessons that I've learned. And it's that 
it's okay to be sad. I think that a lot of times when we're growing up through social conditioning or whatever it may be, we we get told, oh, don't be sad. Just be happy. <laughs> Sadness is part of the human experience. Emotions are part of the human experience. And this goes along too with number nine. We have to accept when we're sad. We have to allow ourselves to be sad when we're sad because if if we're trying to push that sadness away, if we're trying to mask that sadness with something else, that sadness is still there. That suffering is still there of that sadness because we haven't fully accepted it. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to feel whatever, I don't like to use the word negative emotion, but whatever like lower vibration emotion. It's, it's okay to feel that that's there's nothing wrong with that and with so much like toxic positivity out there i think it's important to get that message across that it's okay to be sad it's okay to feel these emotions because feeling is the way to healing number 11 switching gears now is that anything can happen nothing is set in stone again this might be a little bit scary that anything can happen but i think it's a beautiful thing things are always changing everything is temporary and so if you're feeling stuck if you're feeling like you're not going to get to that place where you want to be understand this fully that anything can happen tame impala song let it happen let it happen <laughs> just let it happen you guys accept the temporary nature of all things and understand that miracles are happening you can't let your past dictate your future you can't let the things that you've gone through in your past dictate your future and dictate your vision of the future and understand that miracles are always happening and and allow that if you're in a dark place right now be open to the idea that something good might come to change that. Number 12. Owning who you are is the ultimate self-care and self-love practice. Being your full, authentic self is doing a great, great, great service to the world, and it's doing a great service to yourself. You are the way that you are because that's the way you are. And if you're always trying to put a mask on or put on a facade and try to be a chameleon, <laughs> depending on where you go, it's going to leave you unfulfilled because you're being someone who you're not meant to be. Self-love is really something I've been working on. And it's a practice. I don't think anyone... 100% loves their self all the time. There's always things that we do, mistakes that we make, things people say to us that kind of mm, makes us question our self-love and self-worth. But when we can find that that place of equanimity when it comes to this and and really just understand who we are and just be that all the time, that's a beautiful thing. And um, 
with the self-love that I've been working on, I'm actually creating the self-love masterclass, which will be a part of the Sunrise Circle community and mastermind, which comes out later this summer. So there'll be more on that in that in that masterclass. But um, be who you are. Remember that people's judgments of you are actually judgments of themselves projected onto you. It's their insecurity shining through. And so if you're 100% authentic in who you are and who you feel you, you want to express out into the world, that's a beautiful thing. And, and with that, I think comes a lot of confidence too. Like if you are your authentic self and if someone does something that is judging you or whatever, I think it's easier to overcome that judgment because you're not trying to live for them. You're living for yourself. You're living out your authenticity. Number 13, things don't make us happy. Material objects don't make us happy. Yes, they do provide that quick dopamine hit. Oh my gosh, I just got this new iPhone. Super exciting. Next day later, oh, I have this new iPhone. Cool. <laughs> of course, we got to be grateful um, for these things because a lot of people don't have access to that. But if you're always trying to find the happiness in the external things, in the material things, in shopping for new clothes all the time, or just constantly ordering things online, yes, it does provide that quick dopamine hit. But at the end of the day, does it leave you feeling 100% fulfilled? This leads me to number 14, which is happiness is cultivated from within. Let that sink in a little bit. Happiness is always cultivated from within. You have the power to cultivate that happiness whenever you want. I'll use my relationship for an example. Nikki brings me so much joy. I love her so much. But I also understand that this joy I feel is actually coming from me. It's coming from within. I don't rely on her for my happiness. She makes me laugh and we have so many great times together, but that happiness is coming from me allowing it to be there. And this is a practice too. But I think again, when we can get to that place of equanimity, that place of acceptance, it's so much easier to cultivate that happiness because you're not relying on external things to happen, things that are outside of your control and then you're able to control the happiness. Number 15 is serving and helping others. It's one of the best feelings ever. I really do feel like my purpose in this life is to serve and to help people get through hardships and to help people grow and transform like I did with my life. And it's, it's a beautiful feeling. But even if that's not what you're passionate about, if you don't want to coach people, if you don't want to make podcasts or whatever, totally fine. I get that. It's not for everyone. 
But just being a kind human being, doing small acts of kindness, showing compassion to people who need it the most, it's such a beautiful feeling. To know that you can create a change in the world is such a beautiful feeling. With this, I think it's important to note that you can do a small act of kindness anytime, anywhere. There doesn't have to be money involved. It could be more of a time exchange or an energy exchange. Simply giving someone a compliment is beautiful. Um, number 16. Don't be so serious all the time. Who knows why we're here on planet Earth, right? And sometimes we get so caught up in our own experience, and these little stressors in our lives, and of course, honor what you're going through because it might be hard, it might be difficult, and that's okay, but meet that with a little playfulness. Allow that inner child to come through. Society is telling you to be serious all the time. Society is telling you to live in this rat race of no emotion, blah, 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 typing on the computer in the cubicle all day, blah, 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 go home, watch Netflix, go to sleep, go do the same thing every single day. Dude, are you serious? Is that really how you want to live your life? We are on this rock, floating through outer space. In the grand scheme of things, nothing really matters. So you might as well have some fun while you're here. <sighs> Number 17, this one is really important. And it's to be mindful of what you consume. Energy-wise, food-wise media wise these things really do play a role in our own well-being if you're constantly eating junk food it might feel good in the moment a couple hours later ugh, you feel like that if you're constantly watching like i don't know like karen videos i can't watch karen videos it makes me so sad for those people because i i know that they're hurting inside and they're projecting that out into the world um but if you're constantly watching Karen videos or like world stars, people like fighting, like realize what's that, what, what that is doing to your mental health. If you're always watching the news, if you're always watching CNN or Fox news, imagine what that's doing to your mental health to see all that negativity, to see all that, that blaming and that gossip, like, no, 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 no. Be mindful of what you consume. Um, number 18, the answers are found in stillness. As someone who likes to make things happen and likes to be on the go a lot, and um, I, I'm like a pitta in like Ayurveda. Um, this is something that I've really had to learn, but the answers, the creativity, 
it all comes to us when we are in that state of flow and when we are not forcing it. You can't force anything, but you can propel things forward, but you can't force them. So if you're, if you're trying to find the right answer to something or if you're trying to find that creative energy or whatever it is, like it'll come to you when you're least expecting it. It'll come to you when you're not forcing it. Number 19, you'd be surprised at how strong you really are. you would be surprised at how strong you really are look back in your life what are some things that you've gone through before you went through that did you think that you could get through that probably not but you did you might still feel some pain or some trauma from that and i respect that but you got through it you made it through that you are strong number 20 you don't have to do what society tells you to do. When I was 18, I made the decision not to go to college. It didn't feel right for me. Sitting in a classroom to learn is not how I like to learn. I like to do my own research. I like to learn at my own pace. I like to learn about things that I'm actually curious in. Society told me I have to go to college for four years right after high school, and then I have to get a job and then retire, and that's when I can live. And I decided, no, screw that. I'm going to live right now. <laughs> who cares what society says? And who even is society? I think it's this, this made-up thing that we have like in our minds. Like, who cares? You do you. This goes back to when I said like, owning who you are is the best self-love you can do. Number 21. The last of the lessons that I wrote down. Just live. You know all these expectations that you have for yourself for how things need to be? These expectations are not helping you, <laughs> not at all. This life is a gift and things are always changing and things around us are so beautiful. And sometimes I think we forget to just live, to just be here in this present moment. When was the last time you put your phone away? And you connected with those people who you truly love in a place that truly inspires you. That's what this human experience is about. It's not about how much money you make. It's not about where you work. It's not about what you do for a living. It's not about how much you can show off all your clout. <laughs> those things don't matter. It's the experiences it's the full embodied experiences that matter. If you go visit someone on their deathbed with a couple more days to live, they're not going to tell you that they regret having fun. They're not going to tell you that they regret living. They're not going to tell you that they regret taking that day off of work 
they're going to tell you that they regret working 40 hours a day for 70% of their lifetime. So just live. We don't know what tomorrow brings. I'm grateful that I've made it 21 years here on earth. This is such a beautiful, beautiful gift. You guys, I'm, I'm tearing up a little bit because this human experience is unlike anything else. It's so beautiful. With all the hardship, with all the suffering, the fact that we're all here together experiencing this massive shift in consciousness. So many people are waking up to their true potential and I really believe in our generation It's such a gift. It really is. It might sound scary, but you might only have one more day to live. So live every single day like it's your last. Or, if you like to see it this way, live every single day like it's your first. <laughs> Look at the world with so much curiosity. With new eyes. And if you do that, I promise you you'll love life even just a little bit more. Thank you for listening to the Loki Hippie Podcast. I really do enjoy doing these, and it I wouldn't be doing these if no one listened, so I appreciate you for listening or watching if you're watching on YouTube. I'll be back in May with more content, more greatness, thank you and just live your life live your life without expectation live your life with curiosity and playfulness i appreciate you and have an amazing day